It is just a few minutes before 8 p.m. Central on November 14th, 2020. I'll be going live here momentarily in a few uh, minutes with Seth from Skinwalker Radio Podcast. We'll be discussing Fallen Angels and the Giants and the Transfiguration of Jesus Christ. Stand by for the show. We'll be starting here in a few moments.
What's going on? Hey, I got you. Got you out of here. Good deal. We got it, huh? Yeah. Killer. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for joining me again. Oh, absolutely. Same here. Um, I've been real busy as of late, but I wanted to make sure and and uh, make this a real good one. I mean, I think this is real. Um, I mean, of of the subjects that I that I've covered in in recent years, uh, or things that I've investigated, or um, any any subject matter that I've tried to tackle, this is the big one. I mean, this this one is is just. It's so important to, to be able to grasp this, to be able to move, you know, further deeper into your uh, into your studies of, of what I really say, you know, is is the occult, the world of the occult. And so um, this this is a real important subject. And so I wanted to make sure that, you know, I put quite a bit of effort into uh, my own research on it. I mean, there's a lot of questions that are still unanswered. They're, we're not going to answer them tonight. Um, we we just don't we just don't we don't have those answers, right? Nobody does. Nobody who studied the subject knows when Jesus Christ was born. Nobody nobody who studied the subject knows where the transfiguration of Jesus actually happened. There's there's ideas, there's there's assumptions, there's beliefs, and all of that. Um, those are the things we're going to talk about, uh, and 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 then there's a lot of, of stuff there that's really really um, really just heavy type of stuff that happened, including the the event itself, the transfiguration of, of Jesus, and what's been put out there as to uh, again what really happened, what was that moment all about. Um, People, people like us who are researching this subject, this is pretty much up there at the top, top three of Jesus's events in his life. So yeah. this is a very, very powerful, important moment, um, and and so is and so is uh, the the region where it's believed to have taken place uh, borders Syria, Lebanon and Israel and that's called Mount Hermon and that is the reason why that's become uh, kind of like a focal there's also Mount Tabor um, that is that many feel that that's where that this took that this event took place but um, just in terms of coming to an understanding of, of what we've talked about with the fallen angels Genesis 6, um, and how that all comes back to this discussion and this, this subject of the Nephilim and the giants, okay? So that's that's really what this is about. That's kind of like just a, just a kind of roundabout way to kind of paint, you know, with, with uh, a few colors of, of what we're going to be discussing here. Um, is there anything that you yeah. wanted to kind of lead off with or have a question about? Yeah, sure. So I think it's important to kind of recap where we're at. So I have a picture of what we see in the yoga and the premise of that conversation. It's really the topic of some angle of the earth and the investigations around all 
just rocks the Yes, absolutely. Yes. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. They won't even. Yeah. It's. It's just. It's. It's. Um. Yeah, it's a real funny thing to see happen, and uh, yeah, absolutely, you, you nailed it. Um, this all, all for me personally, this this road that I've been on since 2017, uh, and, and and the whole uh, Chester Bennington and Chris Cornell uh, debacle. Um, you know, that's that's what started to for me just personally to start me to to try to figure out. You know, um, you know the truth. What's really going on? You know, and look, I've been at points so I've I've questioned, just like everybody else, I've questioned uh, God. I've questioned Jesus Christ. Um, I think a part, like I said before, um, and I want to say I question. Um, it's, you know, are, are, are they real? You know, I mean, I think that that's one of the major, uh, questions out there that people who are trying to search and trying to figure things out. Um, I found oddly enough, strangely enough, I found through my better understanding and deeper knowledge of the occult and, and really what I just call, I would call you know, the ultimate forensics study on a theological level of Satanism and, uh, you know, Lucifer. And so uh, that for me was, that was the most important thing for me to try to, I, I went through that way to try to find out my truths that I needed to learn about. And so... Um, and it absolutely, for me, has been a great journey because um, I absolutely know that everything I talk about is real on some some level or another, in some form or another, these stories are real. Uh, there could be the myths that are passed on, uh, the different types of theories that I can go way back to antiquity. You know, there, there have been conspiracy theorists going for a long time. <laughs> And uh, it's just kind of a nasty name that's been given, uh, label been put out there by the CIA as a way uh, to continue brainwashing the masses so that they don't question, so that they stay dumbed down, so that anything like this is just, it's too much for me. I mean, it's too much for my wife. I mean, she's just, we could maybe get like little spoonfuls in, you know, like a kid with aspirin and putting sugar on it, you know, and trying to somehow make it sweet so that she understands it. But people just innately just don't want to go there with this subject. And so 
Uh, what I found, and this is through, you know, not just research of, of, of materials that have been around for a long time. Um, and then, you know, sources like the New Testament, um, you know, all these different areas that you can go to, to, to try and develop your own, as I said, understanding or theory about what, what this is about and what really happened. Um, what I find is that what's most important in this story that I'm, that I'm going to talk about here is the understanding that uh, Moses did battle with a what was what is now known to be the last of the Raphaim who were the descendants of the Nephilim. Okay, and it's, as the story goes, this is a crazy story, by the way. I mean, really crazy, because. The story of Noah, if you know anything about the story, obviously the story of Noah and, you know, God wiping out uh, humanity and everything else. Uh, little is known about uh, this, this giant named Og of Bashan and Bashan. And that's, that's been a lot of where my research has led me uh in terms of to come to a better understanding of in, in, in the place uh, where this all happened, okay, where this supposedly all happened, was was a very, 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 very cosmic and, and a very important uh, area uh, in terms of how it connects right back to Satan. And, uh, and so that whole area uh, where this supposedly took place, this transfiguration of, of, of Christ, was, uh, it was called the place of the serpent. And is completely associated with Baal worship. So, and, and evil serpent, serpentine uh, cult. So, this is mentioned several times. The, uh, the cult center of Baal, Hermon, is mentioned several times in uh, the Old Testament. And what they have, biblical writers and people from that region call spirits of, of the dead, giant warriors who are known to be demonic. So as I said, this is completely its ground zero for Satan. And, and this uh, giant clan who were descendants from the fallen angels. Now, this, as the story goes, 200 <clears throat> of these fallen angels descended down upon Mount Hermon. 20 of them mated with human females. There begins the the DNA mix, okay, that that everyone's talked about, and um, creates the hybrid. So what we're looking at here is uh, Enoch, 
which is uh, obviously is a, you know that's that's another subject in itself. The Book of Enoch. People don't want to. It's not correlated at all with any uh, scripture in terms of uh, what what it talks about, and it's been debated for a long time. But the quote that I pull uh, is quote: "It came to pass after the sons of man had multiplied in these days that daughters were born to them, elegant and beautiful. And when the watchers, the sons of heaven, saw them." They became infatuated with them, saying to each other, quote, come, let us choose for ourselves wives from the offspring of men and let us have children. And uh, that number, like I said, that number who that descended, it was in the days of uh, Jared was was 200 uh, and total of these fallen angels. So. This is where this is where all the the crazy stuff begins in terms of when we have this interference with uh, humanity and a, a, a complete um, you know if you will uh, just a straight up jack move you know uh, to yeah. put put that seed okay into into humanity. And to and that's if you want to say what's going on today with human cloning and all this stuff and you know splicing of, of gene splicing all this, this different stuff that's going on. I mean, people have to understand that this is this literally is ground zero for 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 all of this. And so I find it really fascinating with the story of Og that he was besides Noah, you know, was was earmarked by God. Uh, to be the, the, you know, to be the chosen one to survive the the complete uh, catastrophic event that that uh, took everything out. As the story goes, Og somehow got his way onto the ark. He was uh, basically begged his way onto this ark. Now, Og, I, I let me let you all know he. He slept in a bed that was 14 feet long and um, was a, a, a very feared individual. And Moses himself killed him. Uh, and it, as the story goes, by leaping up with a, a, a large weapon, much larger than himself, and striking uh, merely the ankle of this giant and he fell and impaled himself and died. So um, this is stuff that, you know, if you start to really look deeper into what I'm talking about with the occult and the serpent and, and if you start, and, and I, this is really just a, a jumping off point for people to really start to get into what I'm talking about with the, uh, with the representation of the serpent uh, being Satan, and uh, okay, so that's I mean that's that's where that's where this all kind of it's a whole brew of all these different um, you know just concepts that uh, that are that are have been floating around for a long time that you know it, it has to become 
you have to make it more understood to people because a lot of, there's so much history. There's so much that's said about this time. There's so much that's not answered. As I said at the start, nobody truly knows even where Jesus Christ went when he was born. Nobody really knows um, where this transfiguration took place. It was said to take place uh, on, on a very high, high mountain peak. Uh, Mount Hermon happens to be the highest peak in that in that region. There's multiple peaks, but it's the highest one. And what was said to have taken place is a very, very, very amazing situation. But it, as I said, ranks up there probably in the top three for Jesus Christ as his most uh, important moments because this is when he shows to his disciples uh, his divine identity. And that yeah. he truly yeah. Yeah. No. Wow. Okay, you were in the military. Great. I, I did a little bit of time. I, I was in the Marines for a few minutes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah, great. Mm -hmm. Sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
black black magic, sex magic. Grease of that because if you do, it will just grease all the things. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Yes. I mean, it, 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 once you start to look at it from that, it, you can start to see, you know, you start to, you almost come to a better understanding of what uh, God's position was. And, uh, you know, I can, and still is, absolutely. Because, because I, 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 I hate to have to break this to everybody, but they're still around, the Nephilim. You know, um, there's there's belief that they're that they're still here um, in um, Antarctica, um, primarily. Uh, that's where it's said to be um, that this that this is the whole thing with the Nazis and 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 their reason for being uh, for being there, um, and for a lot of things that have happened now since World War II, um, as I've talked about a little bit, touched upon about uh, Operation Paperclip and the, the different uh, things that happened that got us to this point that we're, we're in now. And it's a very seriously bad point. I mean, people need to wake up. That's kind of really what this is about. I mean, because the only way that I can, like we talked about, you talked about earlier, you say, you talk to people about this, and I've been doing this for a long time, you know, daily. And it could be with my wife, it could be with a friend. It's just, it's getting people to just open up their, their minds, their, their heads, their brains for just a minute so that you can wedge something in there that can try and hold the, that door open before it closes again. And they're just back to literally walking dead, you know, because that's, that's where we're at today. We've got billions of people walking around who are literally like the Walking Dead TV show. I mean, they're just clueless about what's going on. And and so, not getting too far off that, but it's important because we're in a very, very, we are in the end of days. This is, this is, this is, if you can't, if you look around and, you're, and you can't tell what the New World Order is doing, you need to wake up now. Because this is just the tip of the iceberg of what's to come, in my opinion, as I've talked about in some of the different uh, videos that I've put out on YouTube talking about Agenda 2030, um, talking about what I believe is going to happen with the second Holocaust that is to come. It's already on the way. What's that? Yes, ex exactly. I mean, it comes all back full circle, doesn't it? And so that's the beauty of this story. That's the beauty of the story. And, and, and the understanding of this area where this is supposedly took place was, uh, as I said, associated with the, uh, with the serpent and human sacrifice. Um, so this is a, a really interesting thing The further you dig into it in terms of, wow, there's a lot of meat on the bone there. I mean, this in terms of coming to a better understanding of why that was the place that Jesus had his, his, his transfiguration. Now, the transfiguration, um, 
basically the 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 light that shone from him once he revealed his his true uh, identity uh to Peter, James and John was brighter than the sun. Yeah. I mean that literally was what radiated from him. His clothes turned just white as they could be and a transfiguration which is, you know, a change in a change in appearance. And so, uh, as I said, this is a, regards one of the most important moments in, in the life of Jesus. Uh, he, he is said to have spoken, I quote, there are some standing here who will not taste death before they see the kingdom of God. And uh, what, what happened... What is said to have happened once, once uh, Elijah and Moses appeared at, at Jesus' side was a voice came from a cloud <clears throat> that said, This is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. And that's, that's, that tells you in a nutshell who Jesus is. What he's he was what he's still here for, okay? What the his his uh, return is going to be about, and it's it's just the writing is on the wall, and so this story, as I said, there's different interpretations of it. There's uh, there's there's people who who don't believe that it happened. There are people like myself who do believe that it is happened, and that it is the basis. For everything that is leading up to what's going to happen here um, and what is happening and and as I told I talked about before that's how when I was working on the Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington cases I never expected for uh, I never expected for this uh, ritual sacrifice theory to uh, have the the depth to uh, of 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 just historical proof that it's absolutely real, and that and that I believe both those those guys were sacrificed. I believe that uh, we're. The new world order that we're living under today, and this goes for every country. I mean, everyone sits there and talks crap about this, what's going on with the pandemic, and oh, you know, Sweden's not handling it right, and you're not handling it right, and you're not wearing your mask, and you did it. If this is a this is a new world order, and an order is a cult, and that cult serves under one person, one being. And that's Satan. And so that's 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 just that's the straight up on it. Uh, this new world order, no matter what country it is, they're all in cahoots together to try to bring down. They're not trying. They're successfully doing it. I mean, you look around, you look at all the depravity that is going on. You look at uh, the sensationalism that goes on around these these murders. Uh, 
these these assassinations of these uh, important uh, figures, as I've also documented in my uh, research and investigation on Kurt Cobain uh, of Nirvana, who I believe also was sacrificed. Um, a lot of these guys, you get into this, you get into Hollywood, you get into the rock and roll industry, and uh, you don't have any idea the kind of cliff you're stepping off of. You know, there is a <laughs> lot of a lot of bad, bad stuff and the bad people that are uh, that like a snake will turn around and bite you. And so that's what this is about. I think that uh, the understanding that I have about Og, the uh, the last of, of the, the giants, is that his disdain for humanity and for humans was about as, as, as bad as it gets. I mean, it's, it was just complete, and it's the same thing for Satan and his, his legion. There's an absolute just disrespect and mockery of Christianity and Jesus Christ, this, this figure this, who's supposed to be the embodied uh, in the flesh uh, being representing God. And so, again, this moment, this transfiguration, which signifies the change or, or form or appearance, this is when Jesus confirms his, his true standing and his, uh, his divine place in this world. And so, I, and as well, and as well, I should say, his uh, moment to declare his war versus Satan. And uh, that's what we're in right now. We're in a battle of good versus evil. Uh, the, the sucky, sad thing about it is, is that most people who call themselves Christians, this is my opinion, by the way. Most, in my opinion, most people who call themselves Christians are completely clueless. They may think, they may think that they have some ideas of things. They don't have a clue about what has really gone on in this world for a very long time. As I said, going all the way back to antiquity. This stuff has been going, Druidism, all this stuff, it's it's right there. If you want to, if this is a jumping off point, that's what this conversation is about. It's a jumping off point. Anything that I do is a jumping off point. I can't write 100 pages. I don't have the time to, to do that about this because I could write 1,000, really. I mean, uh, I would like to, I'm going to write uh, some papers on this um, shortly. I would like to tackle the, this straight up this Nephilim uh, subject as well as the transfiguration. As well, I'm trying to get to going on the, um, the Holy Grail and, 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 and its importance as well as the spirit of destiny. Um, so these are just all things that, you know, I try to, I try my articles, it goes for anything that I've written. I just did one on Brandon Lee, which was really badass. Um, if you, if you want to read something cool, read that. That's at randyrocketcody.com. And that's part one. I have two more parts coming. Um, and I believe that was a ritual sacrifice. Uh, his situation, and, and I've been able to, uh, through the 
the, the date of his death on March 31st in 1993 when that happened, when he was supposedly just uh, accidentally shot on the movie set, that I, I was able to correlate it through with the Chinese Zodiac for that time, that specific date uh, time with, uh, with the uh, Zodiac sign for the rooster, which um, immediately associates with uh, Saturn and Saturn directly associates with Satan. So, um, but that's, that is a really interesting thing. And that's something that, as I said, so much, so much uh, information, so much stuff that can be said about it. I just try to give people a jumping off point with this because you have to, you have to do the work. That's what God has put. I believe that's why I'm doing the work that I do. I couldn't, that's why we're talking together right now is because um, nobody that, that it really, and this is the sad and disgusting thing about it is that nobody in the mainstream news, and I don't care what country it is, United Kingdom here in America, nobody is writing about this stuff at a level that anybody really gives two craps about, you know what I mean? I mean, that, that's what was so awesome about what I did in 2017 and, and up to this point, and even just being able to do these types of interviews, being on FM radio like I am uh, every month, is getting this word out to these masses. I mean, you've got billions of people out there walking around with their heads cut off. They have no idea what the hell is going on. They don't have a damn idea, don't have a clue. So what I wanted to do, and when we started talking about this, and it is, that, like I said, and it, it's a gateway, it's a, it's a portal itself, to the truth, you know? It's like, if you wanna step through this portal that I'm giving you, it'll get you there. And uh, and so this really kind of comes back to the whole Mount Hermon because that served as a gateway for the Raphaim spirits. Um, and who- You think that was the physical place that they were out Yes. Okay. Yes. Stairway to heaven. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. There you go. Exactly. You know, did I tell you this, that my dad, my father, who was Illuminati, I mean, his, I was estranged from my father. I did not know him very well. He served time in prison. He was, he was involved in organized crime. And my grandmother herself was involved with Al Capone back back in, in, in the day. Um, my father, when he got out of prison, I went and visited him. 
and he had gotten a tattoo on his chest, and not a small one, a big one, that was of a dragon. I, that, I was 16, 17, you know, I'm first seeing the guy since I was maybe six or seven, you know, after 10 years of him being in, in the joint, and uh, for, for organized crime, he got 17 counts of racketeering. Uh, F. Lee Bailey was his attorney in Cincinnati, Ohio in the uh, early 80s. Um, I just, I couldn't figure it out. Why does my dad have a dragon on his chest? You know what I mean? And, but my father, um, what he studied was, uh, he was uh, into uh, Christian science and uh, he was, he was studying all that stuff. I, I tend to think that my father was, he was either Freemason. Uh, it's, it's pretty much where I'm going to with it because my grandmother um, I know was a female Freemason. Uh, I've put quite a bit of, you know, the, the investigative work. And that, again, that was a lot of what I did when I first set out to write. I wrote a script about the Al Capone, the uh, St. Valentine's Day Massacre, just because I thought it was such a cool thing in history to happen in terms of nobody knew what really went down. And I wanted to, to find out more about it. I thought it was a good way for me to learn more about my family's involvement with organized crime. Uh, because, again, that was just stuff that was, you know, nobody wanted to talk about that. You know, if I ever asked a question about that sort of thing when I was a kid, it was just like, shh. So that's what really set me, you know, put me on this uh, this track of uh, really just trying to, to figure out the truth and stuff. And I spent three years writing that screenplay. Uh, it's available on Scrib, by the way. It's called uh, Public Enemy Number One. It's copyrighted, so it's, it's okay for you to to uh, to check it out um but i spent three years and i did a lot of, of work on uh just picking up old paper clips paper clippings from from uh, chicago uh stuff that i was able to really start to nail down that okay i'm, I'm really right here uh you know this is definite signs of illuminati that was involved i believe although i don't at all say the illuminati in the screenplay at all once and that's kind of the beautiful thing about it because that is the Illuminati. The Illuminati is there, but they're just not, it's not spoken. They make, and anything you see, I like see a thing on Taco Bell, had it made a mockery of the whole thing about the Illuminati. They were doing a thing about, they had an ad campaign about the Illuminati. Um, you know, it's so that people, it's the same thing with the UFOs, bro. The same thing. It's so that you, you're crazy. You're crazy. You're just, you're, you're reaching. This is, this is not happening. This is not going on. I'm telling you right now that there is a cult, okay, at, and, and in my opinion, more so than even the United Kingdom, and those, there's a lot of Satanists in the United Kingdom, let me tell you. America, in, in my opinion, is at the core of this, of this cult, and that's where this Pizzagate thing comes from. That's what this is all about, and, and so that's what really got me into it, because once, as I said, once I started to investigate this and started to uncover the stuff that I uncovered, right, and started to really, whoa, that's, you know, they flay people? They actually remove the skin while the person's still alive? You know, it was like, first of all, that's just, yeah, that's just, uh, not only was it gnarly because, you know, Look, I, as I said, I've always been into uh, dark material. I mean, I grew up playing Dungeons and Dragons and Call of Cthulhu and reading H.P. Lovecraft. Uh, everybody's always thought I was a little bit 
you know, not right because of that and always very, very dark. And but for me, as I said, when I started to really investigate and I really when I said sacrifice, I wanted to sacrifice everything about me as far as and that's what I have done to show my devotion and to show my uh, uh, just just my wanting to come to terms and to coming to understand Jesus Christ. Um, whether, whether or not I was accepting him or not, okay? Because how can I accept someone that I don't know? How can I accept someone that I don't even know is real? How can I accept someone that um, maybe I think was into, into some bad stuff himself? So I had to really, for, for, for myself, I had to go the, the route of the sacrifice to get a better understanding of this of this world, because really that's that's what's going on here. Um, we're we're looking at a cult that is that is in charge of the new world order. It's a cult. It's 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 being led by one individual, and that's Satan. And Satan is giving the marching orders. Uh, to these uh, high-level elites, people at the, at the Vatican. Um, you know, people need to start asking themselves questions. Why does the Vatican have a book called Le Dragon Rouge, which I, we talked about before a, a little bit, which is the, the Red Dragon, the Book of the Red Dragon. Uh, they will not allow any excerpts, anything to be shared from this book. This is said to be beyond the Book of the Dead, the most evil book. Uh, that exists. Why, why would the Vatican, why would they need this book? Why would they, why would they covet this book so much? And, um, and, and what's really going on there? Now, anybody that looks at the church, uh, at, at, at the, uh, at both Catholics and Christians, okay, these Freemasons, which a lot of people tell me, come on, Randy, they're not, you know, come on, you're just, you know, you're, you're just reaching here. You know, I believe in the mafia, but Freemasons, a bunch of guys that, you know, get around and, and, and wear these weird, you know, costumes and whatnot and, and perform these, uh, these, these very, very serious sacri uh, sacrificial uh, ceremonies out in, out in the woods or in churches in the actual churches that are around your city at, at two or three in the morning, you know, people are just like, I'm just, Randy, I just, I don't go for it, you know. Um, it's all very real. You know, there's not 50,000, uh, if I've got that count right, it's it's over that as far as I've uh, researched in terms of these Masonic lodges all around the United States. Um You've got these kids, we're, and, and again, this is just a number that's being thrown out there, but somewhere in the realm of 800,000 to a million a year, just in the United States, that are disappearing, that uh, the news isn't reporting about because they're in on it. They're basically marching to the orders of who? The Freemasons, who are the people who are, who put up all of these, media apparatuses, these, these media, uh, the 
National Press Club, the people who are behind the uh, Bohemian Club and, and the Bohemian Grove, where these sacrifice ceremonies are known to go on. Um, this stuff is uh, right in front of your face. And as I've told people before, and I continue to say it, that's all by design. Everything is already out there. All the truth, all the facts are already there about all that is going on. It has to be put out there. It has to be uh, on Satan's behalf. It has to be done this way to, uh, as I've said, to deliver the full power of, of whatever whatever it was that, that, that the coven was, was uh, into. Um, that goes for the same thing, I believe, with 9-11. Um, any of these other uh, things I've talked about as well with the Titanic sinking, which I've now proved to be a, a sacrifice ceremony on in the middle of the ocean at uh, two in the morning. And uh, where I've now proven that the ship was on fire, <laughs> that it was kept from the people on, on board that ship. And basically it was just a, a raging inferno uh, for Satan. And everything was done to, down to the actual ship's captain to do everything that they could to not save lives. And, uh, and so down to the fact that they didn't even have enough of the, uh, the, the safety boats on there. So, you know, that's when I started going on that one. And then I found out that the guy, W.T. Steed, who's on board this, this Titanic, was basically running, doing what I'm doing now, investigating this huge elite pedophile ring, okay, that is responsible for these missing kids, okay? Um, this guy was was earmarked uh, by the Illuminati just as uh, uh, Astor and some of the other rich guys that were on that ship and who were against the... Uh, at the time, the uh, Federal Reserve, creation of the Federal Reserve. So I, I found out in my reporting, and I will be reporting more on this Titanic story because it's absolutely sensational, which it's never been reported at the mainstream level. This story that came out in 2017 about the fire that was going on, raging on board the Titanic, was not reported in America, not reported on CBS, ABC, NBC, or anybody, okay? So you've got to start asking yourself, just from just from a just a very basic standpoint, why? Why is this not? This is a huge story. The Titanic? Are you kidding me? That stupid movie made tons of money, and it had nothing to do with what really happened. Absolutely ridiculous. And how people can sit there and go, "Oh, it's a great movie." It's like that. You know that those people didn't even exist. Those two people, the central characters, didn't actually exist. You know. It's the same thing with any of the stories of Scarface himself, anything that dealt with, with organized crime, as I've told you before. Any of these guys that wrote about the movie Scarface with Al Pacino was based off of the Paul Muni uh, uh, Scarface. Well, that Paul Muni Scarface was based off of a book that that guy who wrote it had no clue what the hell he was talking about, about organized crime. He wasn't in organized crime. He didn't have family members in organized crime. He was just some dude who was writing about what he thought was going on. He had no clue. Because first of all, you have to be—you have to be some kind of an insider. You have to to get this privileged information. That's what this is all about. That's what the Illuminati is about. That's what illumination is—to illuminate, right? 
And so that's what this is all about. That, as above, so below. This uh, duality of what people call the matrix. And some people may be listening to this and will it will turn it will turn right on and wake them up. And that's the whole purpose of my work is so that uh, if anything, because I'm not here to to try to uh, push a religion on you. Um, that's not my job. And I'm not I'm not a pastor. I'm not any of that stuff. I don't believe in church. I don't go to church. You couldn't drag me there. All right. Uh, <laughs> it just wouldn't happen. Um, I don't believe in it at all in terms of what's really going on in this country and all around the world. These are fronts. These churches are fronts for uh, for baby murdering, for cannibalism, for uh, complete, just annihilistic, ritualistic ceremonies where uh, flesh is, is eaten, the blood is consumed. Um, and so this is this is stuff that when I started to put out that theory that Chris and, and, and Chester were, were sacrificed, I wanted to be able to back it up. And so, you know, obviously I had a lot of evidence. I had a lot of forensic evidence that I've talked about with, with each individual that definitely points to some foul play going on. And when, when Chester is, is found dead, hanging the same way that Chris was, on Chris's birthday, okay, and and then you start to look at the fact that those two guys were close to each other. They were close. He was a godfather to one of Chris Cornell's kids, and that they both spoke out against abuse against kids. Um, Chris himself going on even from the stage saying that human trafficking is real. It happens in, in every major city. It's going on right now. And so that's what this is about. This is about waking people up. You might have might be listening to the program. You might have you might have kids of your own. Uh, you might have uh, you know friends who have kids or whatnot. This is a very serious warning. It's a very serious warning that uh, that that you need to protect them and you need to uh, be very watchful and you need to be awake from this point forward because um, this is a very serious thing. These Satanists are uh, doing a lot of different things with these kids. Uh, one of the primary things is uh, slavery, sex slavery. And that's the stuff I've talked about in with the Kurt Cobain situation and Courtney Love, his, his, uh, his widow, who is connected as well to the whole Pizzagate thing through Epstein and Prince Andrew, okay? So that's where we're headed with all this stuff. This is stuff um, I'm right. I've been writing on John Podesta. I'll have some more stuff coming out on him. The Frazzle Drip, which is um, the purported uh, sacrifice video of, of a girl involving uh, Hillary Clinton and Uma Abedin, who is the wife of Anthony Weiner, who we all know about. Um, but. There's the potential now that this, the reason why this tape is not being released by NYPD is because it, it contains uh, some, something else there that's making making it uh, very difficult for the Illuminati because that's what's going on right now. You've got this, the Queen of England, 
who is uh, they're they're definitely backing up. Uh, they're they're which is is quite a quite a thing to see because they're so powerful. Um, we're gonna we're gonna have some very incredible things happen in 2021. Um, not just not just with what's going on with this pandemic and stuff. What I believe is going to continue to go on with a, I believe a second lockdown is coming. Uh, I believe that all this you know pushing of the of the uh, these numbers are just rising. There's a hundred thousand you know getting affected in America uh, daily. This is a push. This is all propaganda of the new world order. It's it's a it's a push for totalitarian rule, which we're already under, and uh, and so you people need to start asking yourself, you know, why is this really happening? Um, is this stuff? Is there is there real credence to what this guy's talking about in terms of you know, is there a cult that is at an elite cult that is at the center? of this Pizzagate uh, scandal that was completely, you know, turned into a hoax, as was a lot of my work. And as I've told everybody before, that was a lot of, but was by design uh, by me to, uh, to, do, to, to, play, to play a little game of, of, of confusion. Um, and that's a, it's a, where we're at in this world right now is <clears throat> There's a lot of disinformation. You'll you'll go online and you'll read something by someone, and part of it will make sense, and then you'll start to get taken off down another road <clears throat> later on in the article. And that's because that's a disinformation. They're trying to take you away. If you go on Google, they will say that the Book of the Dead is not real. Well, that's the biggest joke of all times. The Book of the Dead is absolutely real. And they don't want you to know this. They don't want, they want you to, they don't, there's a lot of things they don't want you to know. They certainly didn't want you to know about the Titanic in terms of <clears throat> they're now in 2017, when they start to put this information out there, that's the Illuminati saying, you know, <clears throat> we, we did sacrifice all those people and we're going to now start to reveal that. That's a part of the revealing that they do all this time. I mean, it's a hundred years ago. Same thing with Jack the Ripper, you know. These are all things that I believe those were sacrifice episodes. Um, and so, but this is something, the adrenochrome topic, that's another thing I want to get into. We can talk about that. I mean, that's, there's a lot of misinformation that's going on about, about that and what that, what that is even all about. And so, but, and that's a big part, believe it or not, it plays, it is a part of the whole sacrifice ceremony. So, <clears throat> these are all elements and things that I think once you can kind of start getting your, you know, your arms around and start to kind of get into uh, your own research on, on these uh, different topics, that you will, as we've talked about, you will come back to those, to those, uh, you know, iconic uh, types of, of things like we talked, you know, the serpent. You know, you're going to find that, you know, you just come right back to the sacrifice ceremony. That is something that has been, it's been practiced for a very long time. Okay. It's not just something where a couple of crazy rednecks got together at some point and just started, you know, you know, butchering, you know, goats or whatnot. 
this is something that's been going on for a very long time. It's very real. It all relates back to the Nephilim. And, uh, and this hybrid, um, you know, uh, this moment in time where this, the seed is tainted, that the, the human seed is tainted. And so <clears throat> I just think that people need to really start to uh, dig deeper into, into this area because I think that that's going to be able to uh, give you a lot more of a insight and understanding of, of why we're at where we're at today. Um, why this stupid stuff is going on with the presidency. I mean, if people cannot see the stupidity that is going on, I mean, that this is all a part of the game, all a part of the, the elite cults. You call it the Kabul, you call it the Illuminati. It's all a part of their game plan. Both Republicans and Democrats, liberals, conservatives, they're all on the same team. They're all following the same marching orders. All of this stuff is being done to cause confusion, to take, to take your eye off of the stuff that I'm talking about. One of the most difficult things for me to do as a journalist is to keep heat going on anything. And I'm pretty good at it. I mean, for one guy who's just out there, you know, knocking my, you know, head against the wall on it, I've gotten, I've gotten a lot of press in the past few years, and uh, I'm very thankful, very blessed for that, because otherwise I would just be buried. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be reading my stuff. We wouldn't be talking right now. I wouldn't. Uh, uh, I have to do a lot of work to get people to see what I'm doing because I'm a very controversial figure, and I'm under very, 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 very heavy censorship. And so that's the other thing that my work is about. And that's another thing that we're all looking at. And the people have to pay attention to is, is the censorship that's going on. It's, it's invisible. It's, it's, it's a silent thing. Nobody, nobody really sees what's going on. Nobody realizes that, that a lot of these areas for independent journalists like myself, where you could post uh, Google, these different areas where you're able to post yourself, they're disappearing. They're being shut down and you've got yeah, to start absolutely. saying to yourself because they're controlling this narrative. This, uh, certainly here in America, as I said, they're controlling exactly what they want you to hear, what you, what you don't need to hear. They're pushing an agenda that is leading to what I believe is going to be the second Holocaust and it's going to be gnarly. It's already going on, I believe, to certain, uh, I believe that's what the pandemic is about. Um, it's a way to kill people, you know, um, and, and to get away with it and uh, to keep these, these zombies that are walking around completely just clueless uh, while mocking them the whole time. I mean, all you have to do is just, is just look deeper into what I'm talking about on these, these subjects. Look at what Jesus Christ was trying to do. Jesus Christ... You know, all he was doing was was representing God, and he was working miracles. And these miracles were work, being worked by him uh, in Israel and were witnessed by many people. And these were incredible uh, miracles that, you know, he could, he could make food appear. He could make fish jump into a boat. I mean, um, that's why, you know, this moment was so important with the transfiguration of Jesus, you know, and that revealing 
that that he that he did was because it was like you know what maybe it's time for you guys to wake up now you know maybe it's time you know that, that everyone really starts to listen to what i've got to say and again points back to what god even said you need to listen to him listen to this guy you know that's all you need to do and so yeah. but nobody did what do they do they put him up on a cross and nailed you know <laughs> nailed him to the cross and uh, stabbed him with the spear and so that was stuff for me i was like well i want to know more about the spirit of destiny and so that's another subject matter it's just absolutely amazing because uh i found that uh, hitler was absolutely obsessed with it and uh from a young age from 15 he saw in a museum that he didn't even know it was it was he didn't even he was sitting in a, in a museum and a man was walking with some people in the museum and was pointing out the spear was on the wall <laughs> and he was telling the story of the spirit so he became immediately transfixed and 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 just obsessed with with this uh learning more about about its importance and its and its meaning and and what it what it was about as it relates to what i talked about with the holy grail um and immortality and so that's that's really what a lot of this is about i believe my personal opinion what satanism is is about it's not just about the um absolute annihilation of christianity and jesus christ because as you talked about with the tower of babel i mean the stairway to heaven and the battle that's going to take place is going to be magnificent it's going to be something that these that this legion thinks they're going to actually take on uh jesus christ and god and overthrow them in heaven i mean that's the most ridiculous thing i've ever heard but that's what's going on that's that's exactly what's going on because there is a and, and again, the pre-Adamites I've talked about, um, which uh, all this extraterrestrial UFO stuff, which people just say, come on, it's just, it's not real. They're, we're the only ones here. There's nobody else here. And, and that's really stupid. I just think that people need to, um, if you can understand Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ's story, and what he means in in the whole you know just in context of what what's going on here right now uh it it, it does become very for me at least it does become very very easy to see the truth and what's right out what's right out in front of you and so um as i had had, had mentioned before um about uh og the giant and i think this is imp important information to uh, to put out there with everybody um is that he came og was descended uh from one of the original fallen angels uh shem haze so and this is in in the uh, the talmud so uh he was said to be one of the original uh rebellious angels that had descended to earth and so this is where where Og came from, it's all, it's all there in uh, Genesis six. We talked about how this corruption began and why this is still going on today, and why this legion that that supports Satan is uh, is at the uh, the helm of this new world order and. Uh, 
and what's going to happen is going to be a mass extermination that frankly i mean it just makes it makes what hitler makes it look like you know nothing i mean and he he, he murdered millions um this is going to be huge as i said georgia guidestones go back look at that it's believed that that was put up uh by the by the uh freemasons um that says clearly that in 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 the next five to ten years uh in in the, the next you know uh decade or two at the most that the world population is going to be reduced down to 500 million that's the end game so we're at how many seven eight billion around the world yeah that's a lot of people that, yeah that's a that's a lot of people that need to die and um and so um that's that's what other researchers not just myself have started to to look at the possibility that they're that we're on the uh the cusp of seeing something truly significant happen um with this uh this mass extermination uh that will be uh again it will be done covertly these people are the master now when you when you start to look at the stuff I talk about, it's it's called the master. It's it's mastering trickery. That's what the CIA is all about. As I talked about magicians, that's who helped write that book of trickery. It was an actual magician, sleight of hand, you know, anything that deals with uh, with magic of any kind is is directly uh, related to the occult, and so. Because that's what Satan is all about. Satan is like a snake in the grass, you know, and using deception. This is as he used deception to to trick Eve in in, in uh, the Garden of Eden. And so, um, you know, that's that's what's going on here. This is all going to be done covertly. Uh, I believe that the the uh, New World Order has completely put in place a um, a system that will be somewhat similar to what Hitler did. Uh, but they will be uh, they will be exterminating a lot of people here very shortly. And that's my opinion. And they're going to do it. They've already been doing it. If you look at these wildfires that are going on, those are set by the Illuminati. Um, any of these guys the, the, uh, that, that are uh, with these fire departments like that, um, any of those, the chiefs or anybody with these uh, police departments, those people that are at the head of those, uh, those departments are all Freemasons. That's the only way that they get there. Um, that's that's the straight up truth about it. And so there, this is Armageddon. This is, we're already, in my opinion, we're already in it. I mean, this is what's going on with this pandemic and it's utter, complete BS that they're pushing with this thing, which it is, it's, and I've already, I've already gotten word from many different people that this was planned well ahead and, and that, um, you know, that this coming vaccine that we're all staring, staring down, you know, that they're going to try and force upon us is, is going to be the, uh, the initiation of the mark of the beast. I agree. You know, when I think about all the topics that he and, you Exactly. Mm -hmm. 
Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 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 There you go. Very well said. Yes, and that's what the I wrote a little bit about the jinn, which is very important to understand. The jinn is very important to understand. Um, yes, uh, and it's so fascinating. I want to write more about uh, about them uh, because. Uh, Again, what I specialize in is uh, is in, in, in my uh, the work that I do in demonology and, and the occult and everything um, is um, is is to get people to understand that that hell is real, just as heaven is real, and that um, that in this instance with the ball worship, uh, Ball himself being a very important figure. Uh, uh, who has a lot of power in hell and has his own army uh, behind him. And, um, and so and this is where the sacrifice um, comes in. And, and this is, and, and, and this, uh, the stuff that I talk about demonic entities and I talk about um, possession which is another fascinating topic. In fact, I will be writing a paper uh, probably in 2021, hopefully in the first quarter. I will be doing one on the uh, the story of the exorcist, which I've been doing a lot of research on because I wanted to, I love that movie, first of all. It's one of the greatest movies ever made. Um, if, you, if you've never watched it, you've got to. Um, it's really, really terrifying, but very, very uh, realistic. And it was based on, as I found out, on a real story that was uh, itself covered up. And even the actual identity of the young boy that this story was based off of, who supposedly was playing with a Ouija board and, you know, got, got possessed. And so uh, that's something I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work on because uh, I think that's something that helps people. You know, people know that movie. It's a, it's a simple kind of concept of, of you know, the possession uh, an evil spirit taking over a human. And so, um, again, I try to work in the most simplistic, you know, just just try to, to, to do it so people can digest it because this is stuff that is so out there and so crazy. And I'm, I mean, we're talking, we're hitting just the tip of the iceberg here, people. We haven't even gone into Antarctica, what's really supposedly going on there. That there are downed ships of pre-Adamites, these giants that have been frozen, okay, literally um, are waiting to to wake up, okay, um, and these 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 uh, downed uh, UFO ships, um, the size you know 30, 30 miles wide, you know, I mean this is stuff you know that people need to start saying you know. What's really going on here? What is really going on with the CIA? What is really going on with this UFO, the, the full alien disclosure? What, you know, which is, you know, you've got Podesta, you've got this uh, kid from the who was in Blink 182. You got all these people are saying we're right there. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna we're gonna have the answer here. You know, I'm working with you know pe- high up people in in the in the uh, in in the government or ex ex people from the government 
to to try and you know to try and uh, you know ex expose expose the truth about this situation. Look, man, people need to realize now they're already here. They're here, like the little girl says in, in Poltergeist. They're already here, and uh, and we're we're dealing with uh, what I believe <clears throat> is a a joint effort, a joint effort. This is the most fascinating part of the whole thing. It's a joint effort between uh, the military-industrial complex of the New World Order and uh, this alien contingent. And there's many different types of aliens. There's many different types of aliens. And uh, as we've, as as I've talked about before, including the uh, <clears throat> the one that's the most popular that people talk about are uh, the Dracos, the shapeshifters, uh, and how that all relates to what's going on, and which is a lot of it is very demonic. A lot of it, it is entities that can disappear and reappear. That's a part of what my theory is with the, uh, with the uh, Zodiac Killer, <clears throat> who, as I've told you, I proposed that it was Michael Aquino, of the, uh, it was a former Green Beret. And this stuff all go, <laughs> it all comes right back to all this biblical stuff with uh, <clears throat> the sons of Seth, um, Set himself, the Egyptian God Set, uh, and, and the biblical uh, founder of the Gnostic uh, faith. Um, and then how this all ties back into the Church of Satan and the temple set, which is uh, Michael Aquino's church that was founded after he was side by side with Anton LaVey. And so um, <clears throat> I will be doing more work on, on that case, uh, providing more uh, evidence here in the future to support my belief that, that Michael Aquino is the Zodiac Killer. I'm the only guy that's mentioned him as being, you know, there. I have found out that in six, 1968, when he was serving in Vietnam, he, he did get he did get leave, and he was at the Black House in Los Angeles, which was the meeting place for the Church of Satan. So this, all this stuff happened in Northern California, which is, uh, you know, just a stone's throw from from LA. Um, and so this is this is all stuff that I'll be looking more into in terms of, uh, you know, that was that was believed to be some kind of supernatural thing, potentially the the Zodiac Killer, in terms of you know. That 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 he was able to uh, that he was able to cloak himself somehow uh, use invisibility uh, to uh, to carry out these uh, these crimes and to not be detected um, and so that and and then again you know <clears throat> my opinion the sign that that's on his actual uh, it was a black gown that he was wearing type of thing robe if you will. <clears throat> which is synonymous with Satanism, that the, uh, that the symbol that he wore was a Freemason symbol. So, I mean, they're literally putting it right in your face. They're literally, you know, it's, it's complete mockery. It's complete mockery of Jesus Christ. It's a complete mockery of uh, Christianity. And it is a complete mockery of humanity itself who has sold itself out to what, however you want to call it, and some, this is the battle, this is what the whole debate is. Are aliens 
disembodied demons. Is that what the gray is? You know? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Yes. <clears throat> yes. Oh, wow. No, I don't know how. <laughs> okay. Please do. Put off. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Well, yeah, that goes back to uh, what was happening at uh, Montauk and that whole episode that was happening and that's Long Island. Um, but that's going back a little ways. And that does does uh, tie and connect with all this uh, with this Pizzagate stuff and this and these uh, these abductions of these kids. Um, they were abducting kids and stuff. Uh, people who had uh, shown any sorts of uh, you know uh, superior intelligence or showed uh, different signs of, of talents that they might have um, that could be that could be useful to the government. Um, you know those kids. Uh, those kids we brought into the program, and again, it all deals with MK Ultra, which is very real. Um, the Tavistock uh, Institute, and which is a stone's throw away from where Jack the Ripper took place. So you know, you have to start asking yourself, you know, what was really going on here? Because as I started to even investigate that Jack the Ripper thing, which I'm going to get back into. In 2021, I'm going to do some supporting articles on, on, on that. Um, to, to again, I'm the first guy in history to, to say a new name. You know, to to say that the, uh, Sir Frederick Treves is, is is Jack the Ripper. There's undoubtedly no, there's there's no way around it. Um, and I put this, uh, I put this out there to anybody who's listening, uh, and, and anybody that might belong to another, some sort of 
podcast or a radio station or something that wants to have me on and to, to, to talk about these things. Um, you know, that's uh, very important to understand how this all reconnects back to the royal family. Everything that I have done literally takes me right back to the royal family. And that includes this thing with the Titanic and this journalist, Steed, who was, uh, who was put on the doomed ship um, after he was investigating the Pizzagate, Pedogate of, 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 the, of the early 1900s there in, in England and uh, had written uh, four articles about it. And then the next thing you know, he's, he's on the doomed ship himself. So, uh, you know, this stuff, as I've started to, to you know, get deeper into it, um, gets all ties right back to, to uh, the royal family and to not just the royal family in England, but all royalty all the royalty across this world, all the royalty across the world are all Satanists. They're all connected to, to this thing because that's the only way. Well, most importantly, they're, that's their, you know, that's their, uh, you know, you talk about all this ancestry stuff and, you know, that, that why that's being used and there's lots of questions about that and stuff. Um, but this, this is really, it's a bloodline. And as I've said, it's a tainted bloodline. It's not. It's not the bloodline that that, that God intended. And uh, and these this bloodline believes that it has, um, it it does have uh, a right, and it does it, it does have um, a presence to uh, to to what is going on in this world in terms of humanity. And, and and anything else that 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 can come around if we're, there is extraterrestrial life and so um, I think that people who are listening to this and maybe have been starting to question some of the things going on in the US government in particular um, that you're seeing around you this is happening for a reason this is all a part of it a, a much bigger agenda that I believe is going to uh, one of the things, is is to is to bring down the number of people that are here to 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 do what has to be done with that because um there's just too many people here i mean it's just it's just a fact there's just way too many people here for what they're trying to uh accomplish which is to create a one world system of a one world religion which is satan satanism and then a one world money monetary uh digital currency which is which is where we're going and and now they're talking about now i just saw in the newspaper they're talking about this uh uh universal whatever the hell they're calling it where they're going to give you it's communism man you know yeah. a universal whatever the hell they're calling it, life something or whatever you know it's like you know that they're going to you know they're going to uh, the government's going to now because everybody's you know out of work or been you know miss miss uh you know, has, has misplaced in this whole uh, fiasco. Uh, they're they're going to take care of you now. They're going to they're going to give you give you some money monthly to you know like a social security type of thing, and you're going to be taken care of. You're not going to have a job. You're not going to have any any promising future. You're just going to get a set amount of money that's going to barely feed you and barely keep you know roof overhead. And people are okay with this. I mean, they can look around at the top two percent of the people in this world who control everything 
and and honestly say that you know that that uh, that the, that the playing field is level. I mean, it's retarded. It's beyond retarded. It's something that people need to wake up uh, about now, uh, because if if you don't wake up soon, and that's all that I'm trying to do here. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to tell you to be anything. I'm not trying to tell you to be a Christian, a Christian, or a Catholic, or into Buddha, or you know, into Satanism or anything like that. All I'm trying to get people to do is, is to uh, wake up to the facts, to the truth, to what is real, so that you can make your best decision. Because that's what, that's what this is all coming down to. That's all this is coming down to is your decision. It's not my decision. I've already made my decision. I've got a pretty good idea of what's going on. But it's your decision that you're going to have to make at some point on, on whose side you take. Right. You can't you can't just you can't you can't have both. Right. You can't be with Satan and be with Jesus. It's just it's it's not possible. You've got to take one side or the other. And that's that's the straight up facts about it. There is nothing else in terms of this world, in my opinion, that matters most to 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 any individual that is that is, uh, that is alive right now than to come to that uh just understanding of the fact that both are real, both are very real, heaven is real, hell is real, and you've got to figure out which side you're going to take because and because at the end of the day, right, whether you're a New York Yankees fan who are the most hated team in, 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 in baseball, maybe in sports, you know, I was always into the Yankees. I like them because they're the bad guys. You know what I mean? I I was into, you know what I mean? I specifically followed them because they were the bad guys. You know what I mean? Um, you know, and, and uh, was it not Gangs of New York? Um, the Warriors movie, you got the, the guys running around all dressed up, uh, beating everybody up in the, in the New York Yankees outfits. I mean, people uh, are going to have to come to just a straight up realization that What's going to happen here is going to be based off of, I'm, try, I'm talking about your salvation. I'm talking about what's going to happen to your soul. It's going to, and, and your eternal life after this place. Uh, it's going to come down to, to one decision. And that decision is, who am I aligning with? Because there are a lot of people, and these are people who used to be Christians, who aren't anymore, who are not living Christian lives. You know, uh, it, you know anybody that has turned their back on the truth, in my opinion, is not a Christian. That's a straight up on it, okay? And if you want to turn your back on that, that's fine. That's your prerogative. Go for it. Turn your back on it. Do Go ahead and do that. I don't care what you do. Turn your back on it and see what happens. Because what's going to happen is you're being led down to the slaughter. And you're being led, and, and that's an eternal slaughter of, of your own soul. And you're not going to find very many happy things in that world here in, in the future. And so I believe that there is eternal life that is waiting those who do uh, follow the truth of Jesus Christ and do accept him and do uh, understand the severity, uh, the penalty that will be inflicted upon those who continue to uh, to turn their back on him and to continue in in the way of uh, of Satanism. Now, I think that witches and the history of witches and 
paganism, druidism, things I talk about, I think it's all really cool. I think it's absolutely hardcore fascinating. I think that they all have, you know, their place in history, just like anybody else. And I think that to understand uh, Salem's witch trial, all these different things that have happened in history, um, and, and those types of, of, of people are very important to understand. And so when I do my when I do my work, I'm not here to damn anybody. I'm not here to try and uh, in terms of uh, in my investigation, I'm trying I'm trying to uh, put the truth out there as much of the facts as I can that are being buried in in this new world order, so that the people out there who want to to make a decision, whichever way that goes, have the proper information, so that they I fully believe that. I fully believe that there, most people have no effing idea what they're talking about when it comes to Satan. Um, that's just my opinion. I think that people think they know what they're talking about. I think Satan is a completely one of the most fascinating figures of all time, um, and is is is, is someone uh, I respect very seriously. Respect Satan. Uh, just in, in a lot of ways, uh, actually, as much as I would I would say at this point that I, I respect Jesus Christ, uh, because as I've told you before, uh, to have to have you can't have one and not have the other in this world. Right. This duality. Uh, that's just the straight up on it. And so you and you cannot get close to one without getting close to the other. And that's just the facts of it. You're not going to get close to Jesus Christ. You're not going to even come anywhere close to him. Unless you get really, really close and you get literally in bed with Satan and, and come to understand what Satan's plight is, what Satan's story is, and what uh, Satan's whole playbook is about. And Satan's playbook, it just comes down to what we talked about before, is very simply it's deception. It's getting you to believe that he's not real. That all of this horrifying stuff that I talk about, child murder, abductions, adrenochrome, all the stuff, which is, by the way, Hollywood is putting in all their movies. I mean, you know what I mean? It's like, it's right there for you. A movie like uh, that Johnny Depp with the, uh, the, the Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Go back and watch those movies. Really watch them after you've listened to a program like this. And you will trip. You'll be like, wow. It's right there. They're putting it right out front. Especially that movie From Hell, which was uh, about the Jack the Ripper thing. They're literally telling you. I mean, the Freemasons are in that movie. You know, they're literally, the name, the name of Johnny Depp's character is Frederick. I mean, it's just, it's right in your face. I mean, this guy's the, he's literally, he's the receiving doctor at the hospital the morning that the bodies were brought back from Whitechapel. All these butchered, butchered, uh, prostitutes and not one person stops to question him his place in this in this uh these assaults that are going on and uh so absolutely there's no doubt in my mind that sir frederick treves is the uh, jack is jack the ripper uh there's going to be a lot more that i divulge about why i believe that and it, it does connect to the royals i mean he was earmarked he stayed on he actually lived at a royal residence <laughs> He actually lived at a royal residence after his uh, his time is at uh, at uh, at the hospital. So it's just you know everybody needs to that these stories that I write about these things. I try to do that so that maybe maybe by some chance 
it will get somebody to maybe not fully wake up, but to at least start investigating, okay? The BS that's been put out there, that whole story with Jack the Ripper brother was, was a complete, uh, just classic Illuminati false flag. I mean, it's... Yeah. it's yeah. Yeah. I, I will give you that light. I will let you, I will shine light, but I, I'm just as guilty as Satan. I mean, I'm, I'm uh, in terms of, you know, I use deception in my work uh, and, and I put out, I put out hoaxes. I still put them out uh, because I'm toying with the population. I'm not going to uh, mince words about it. Um, it's absolutely a full stage mockery laugh fest on my end. Okay. And, uh, at what's going on. And so I, I, I poke fun at it. You know, I have my, I have my days where, you know what, I'm going to put up a hoax because I'm just so sick of everybody. And I'm just gonna, I'm going to put something out there that's going to completely just, you know, trip everybody out and let them figure it out, you know? Um, because again, I don't think that I owe anybody anything as a journalist, uh, in terms of, uh, you know, it's, it's, you've got, I can't lead you you know, to this information and get you to digest it all uh, the way that I want. So I'm going to use some some of my own underhanded things to uh, to get attention. And so a lot of people said that's what I did with the Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington cases that I made all that up and that I that I that those were hoaxes. Um, that's that's what kind of got me into trouble big time back with all that is because I had already been known for doing the hoaxes in in at the metal band side, I had done some against Metallica and Motley Crue, just for shits and giggles, uh, just to see if I could, you know, I took uh, Metro UK site down um, real big. I mean, made a complete mockery of them. And so it was, for me, it was, it's as a journalist do what I do, it was a way to say, you know, okay, you guys, this whole, you know, fake news thing that's, that's going on. You know, you guys uh, want to play that game. We can play that game. You know, I can I can make you put up news, uh, and I'll show you that I, that I'm, I'm that good. That is not real. And so, again, when I start when I was doing that stuff, I'm all, how much? What what the hell kind of journalism is going on out there at these places? You know, that they don't even check the story. They don't even check the source. And all these hoaxes that I put up, by the way, everybody. Within 24 hours, and sometimes even before then, from the time the published article goes up, there's a link at the bottom that will tell you, or, or, or a flashing logo that says, this is a hoax. And I'll typically, within 24 hours, I will tell you what I've written is a hoax, okay? That's not the case with the mainstream media. The mainstream media are pushing nonstop BS that is designed to take you off of the path of, of what is real and what is the truth. Because if people, if, and I've said this before, I'll say it again, if one or 2% of the world population woke up tonight, 
one or two percent of the world population stood up right now and said, we have had enough. Okay, we've had enough with the royal family. We've had enough with all these, you know, egotistical psychopath uh, elites. You know, we're going to stand up 800 million of us and we're going to take we're going to take this place back. You know, they'd, they'd be in deep trouble. They would be in deep trouble if just one or two percent of the people stood up and, and decide, you know, we've had enough. We're going to we're going to fight back. But you know what? That's not going to happen. Not even one or two percent are going to do that because most people are completely just completely clueless about what's going on. And then those who start to wake up, you want to talk about terror. Dude, I can't even talk to this. I can't even talk to anybody about this stuff because once I start telling them what I know. Pure terror takes over their face, pure terror, and it's like they, it's like it's like it's like a physical reaction, you know, where it's like, oh boy, dude, it looks like he's about ready to, might start, you know, might start having some convulsions or something, you know, it's like that. It's 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 a sad thing because the one thing that I I'm the most into for myself is I'm not afraid to learn the truth. I I I would rather know the truth, as ugly as it is then not know the truth. I would hate to be one of those people in a couple of few years from now when the shit really starts to go down, standing there just clueless looking around, not having any idea what's going on. And unfortunately, that's going to be the majority of the world population. They're going to be standing and going, what in the hell is going on? And you and I, and the very few of us who have done the work, who have, who have for however you want to look at it, stuck to the mission of what is the truth and what are the facts we're going to be in the know we're going to be and that's that's kind of what this is about supposedly this whole uh end of days and and you know the the second coming of christ and uh and you know his 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 uh people disappearing you know and and the great rapture and and then being taken off um you know, that, that stuff goes back all the way to the story that I talked about tonight with the transfiguration of, of, uh, of Jesus. Um, and, and a prophet like Elijah, you know, who just supposedly he went off just to be with God, just disappeared. Okay, so that's, yeah. that's what people have to get into understanding what I'm talking about, about what's going to happen, this battle. Um, at the stairway to heaven, the battle that is going to happen between Satan and Jesus Christ it was proclaimed on Mount Hermon by Jesus Christ that this battle is real, and that uh, and that that land, that area that is associated with the the worship of Baal and pure evil and the serpent is absolutely real. You can, it's, it's, there's tons of, of evidence of it. And if you just start to scratch the surface, you will find out that what I'm saying is absolutely real. Yeah, yeah, get into it. And one of the things people um, will say about my work is that, you know, it's like, you know, that I'm prolific. 
and that there's so much that they can open up one article, the next thing they've got 10 of my articles opened up. And I mean, that's the, it's the highest compliment that I can get. It means that my work is, uh, is, is, is doing some good. And, uh, and, and that's real important to me, you know, even if, even if I could just wake one person up a day, man, and, and get them to, uh, to at least start to, to take in some of this knowledge and start to become educated as to, uh, to what is really happening. Um, that, that, that just, you know, I don't get paid for this. I don't get paid for any of this, this stuff that I do. I will not accept any money, uh, for any of this work that I do, because, uh, I think that it's, uh, I'm just not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to take blood money. I'm not going to, uh, you know, I don't even ask for donations. I mean, I really don't want anything from anybody. Okay. I just, what I'm here to do, <laughs> what I'm here to do with this work is it's not glamorous. You know, the whole world of rock and roll that I come from and stuff, you know, people, you know, oh, you know, it's cool and stuff, you know, um, you know, I'm here to tell you that, you know, heavy metal itself. And as I, documented in that and i really highly stress people go and read my my brandon lee uh report part one at randyrocketcody.com you get a chance because uh that's that's about as heavy as it gets in terms of this whole subject of of uh, sacrifice and how it relates to satan and how it's it's all right there if you will just do a little bit of digging and that's what my work is is to help you jump off and see oh wow this this Chinese zodiac, the rooster, and its association with Saturn, and that that is tied to Satan. And you'll start to see it's almost like a well. I I end, I end this with um, one of my favorite uh, uh, what's his name Frank Zappa, who said that that you know it's it's going to be something to see the people's faces when uh, the curtain on all of this is finally pulled back, and that's what's happening. They're pulling it back slowly, the Illuminati. Okay, I'm just far ahead of them. I'm, I'm, I'm the troublemaker. I'm the one who, for however you want to look at me, I'm the one far ahead of, of, of all that. And I'm trying to put out the smoke signals. I'm trying to tell people, look, this is real. You need to wake up now because what the Illuminati is doing right now, okay, is they're slowly pulling back the veil that has been shrouding the truth because at, at the end of it all, that's what they're going to do. They're going to reveal everything. They're going to, that's what this, this alien disclosure is about. And so get, get real with yourself, get in line with the things that we've talked about. As I've said, uh, this John Podesta, this is stuff that's this, this, all this uh, Epstein, uh, and, and the black book that connected Courtney Love to, uh, to all of this in, in relation to the, all the stuff that happened with Chris Cornell and as well with Kurt Cobain. Once you start to really get in there and you start to see uh, that there's certain elements that just start to, to match and come back to the same thing again and again and again, you're going to say to yourself, you know, this, this, is, this is a very big problem that we're facing down here. I mean, to close on this, I mean, look, trillions of dollars, trillions of dollars have been stolen from the United States, from the people of the United States over just the past 40 years in this country that were used for black ops to create a world beneath us of, of the size of cities 
okay, stacked up on top of each other that are, are, are connected to these uh, military installations, like Dulce in New Mexico, um, that, uh, uh, look, there are people being held in cages, thousands of people who are being held in cages, being used for human experiments. And, and uh, these kids are disappearing from forests, from parks, from, 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 from uh, you know, from the place that they were sent to foster care, you know? And it all relates back to this Child Protective Services and everything that I've been talking about along with Chris Cornell and what he was talking about with human trafficking, that they're all in on it. And when I saw myself with my own two eyes, when I was standing in a grocery store here just uh, whatever, a couple years ago, yeah, when this was all going down, and I saw that the grocery store was attempting to steal a kid, and and that the gentleman who was standing at the at the the the, the clerk that was you know that was informed of this by the, by the mother, and I was standing right next to her, this guy had more satan satanic tattoos than than Ozzy. Um, we're in a very serious situation and, uh, and, and I only do this work because at, at the end of it all, children do not have, they don't have the intelligence. They don't, they don't even have the, they don't have the capacity to get to where we're at. Um, so they're completely like, they're completely screwed in terms of, they just, they're just getting picked off, man. They're just getting picked off and, 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 and nobody's, uh, nobody's really, other than me, at the level that I've been at, is saying anything about it. And they're going to continue to do this. They're going to continue to cover it up. They're not going to report. They're going to tell you things about Epstein. They're going to they're going to say, you know, that they're they're and they're, you know, taking down all the pedophiles. And 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 sure, there's a lot of pedophiles out there. I'm not saying that there isn't. Um, and and they've been getting arrested. But we have to worry about the elite pedophiles, the people like this Ghislaine Maxwell. You know, which I believe that's just all smoke and mirrors. I believe that she's too powerful to take down. I believe that she's a part of, of this uh, this evil syndicate um, for Satan, and uh, and as as well as Prince Andrew uh, and the Clintons, uh, and and so this is you know even to the point to, you know my opinion Trump himself. I mean this is a guy who's who's. Uh, was best friends at one point, you know, with Epstein, said he's a great guy, you know, and, and just as 15, 20 years ago, he was a great guy. Now, oh, he's not such a great guy. You know, he was doing some crazy stuff and I'm, I'm not associated with him anymore. Well, you know, that that's that's all fine and, and, and well, Mr. Trump, but the bottom line is, is that these people at the center of this Pizzagate, inclu including Hillary Clinton herself, are, are, are walking around scot-free and are, are not even being really thoroughly investigated. And so that's what people have to say to themselves. And that's what this frazzle drip is about. And that's what all these other things I'm talking about with Podesta and stuff. And it's going to come to a head here. Now, whether or not it's because of me, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm pushing. I'm always the guy. I want to be that guy that, 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 that sets off that bomb because uh, that's just what you're supposed to do when, when you're in my position, you know. You've got to set off the yeah, box. Yeah. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. Absolutely. 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 I think it was a great discussion, and uh, 
I'll be real happy to uh, rebroadcast it on my end uh, and get people listening to this. And then we'll we'll set something else up here and, and we'll, we'll do some more uh, talking soon, okay? Okay, thanks. Thank you. Later.